everyone. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today, we're going to be talking about The Silence That Binds Us by Joanna Ho. It follows Maybelline Chen after her brother commits suicide. Now, the book does deal a lot with talking about the suicide, but it also deals a lot with racism as well. Because, you know, in this school, and we do see this in society, you know, suicide among teenagers, you know, for a while, um, are on the rise, you know, academics, <sighs> school is stressful. <laughs> so May, you know, she struggles a lot with dealing with her brother's suicide. And I do like the beginning of the story because you're seeing her relationship with her brother. You're seeing how much she loves him and how much he loves her and how they just care so deeply for one another. So when the police come the next day to tell her and her family what happened, it's just earth shattering. You know, you were so invested in this relationship. You know it's coming because it's in the synopsis of the book. You know he's going to die. And to see that relationship just shattered and to see me just kind of fall into herself in the family fracture it's just devastating and it's emotional but then when she goes back to school you know almost a year later and she you know starts the school year with everyone else she is just like it's whiplash for her you know they're talking about you know you know we the school is talking about you know we have people for you guys to talk with and of course mr mcintyre has to get up on his freaking high horse and say the only thing stressful for our kids is the competition they have with asian kids why should my kid have to suffer because that boy decided to kill himself and he's like reaching and digging into the Asian stereotype, right? Acting as if his grades and his acceptance to Prince um, to Princeton wasn't good enough for the family. And it's just like, um, excuse you, sir. Why are you taking their family's trauma and flipping it because your son doesn't want to work as hard as everyone else? Like, no one's pressuring your son but you. You're the one who was pressuring him to push himself to unbelievable lengths, not the competition, quote unquote. It, this book made me angry, and I like that. I like a book that makes me feel things because it's not outlandish. You know, we see it every day. Um, <laughs> as a Latina woman, you know, I have very light skin, so I am not unaware of my light skin privilege and it's just it makes me angry um that people will take someone else's trauma and warp it to fit their own narrative like don't flip something to fit your narrative ever do not take someone else's trauma to flip your narrative but I do like that Joanna is really touching them on these subjects because it's kind of waking May up as well you know her best friend is Haitian and when they're talking about a little boy getting shot 
in a grocery store, her, the first words out of her mouth are, well, what did he do? Like, um, no, he was a 10 year old boy accused of shoplifting when he wasn't. And he was shot. Like we see these things in the media all the time, you know, Hispanics, African-Americans shot because they are minorities. And it's like, oh, they think they're doing something fishy. But you're seeing May's light skin privilege here. She's like so unaware of what's really going on. And her friend, her best friend, never felt comfortable talking to her about these real world, is- real world issues because it's like, well, it didn't seem like you cared enough to want to learn. And May is just like, of course I want to know. Of course I want to learn. Like, you're my best friend. This whole situation has been an eye-opener for her, you know, about people taking the narrative and flipping it for their own devices instead of just acknowledging the narrative. Um, you see it nowadays with the whole term woke. I hate that term, by the way. I really do hate the term woke. There's nothing woke about treating people like equals and recognizing the trauma of their history and their skin color. I mean, there's nothing woke about it. It's just common human decency, you know? Don't, I think it's marginalizing the problem, (laughs) that that word, (laughs) you know, to be woke. I hate that word. I really do. And that's another example of, you know, the whole narrative being flipped. You know, this book, it deals a lot with social commentary. You know, it is emotional. It is thoughtful and provoking and... I could go on rant after rant, tangent after tangent, and I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying to rein myself in. I don't know if you guys can tell. (laughs) I'm really trying to rein myself in because this book has so, it's relatable and it's realistic and you can connect it to things that are happening right now in the real world. You know, it's dealing with mental illness. It's dealing with people just saying, oh, the pressures of school is what makes them depressed. Like, no, when I was in school, I was I was just depressed and it didn't have anything to do with, with school. You know, it was just me. I was depressed with myself. You know, that's the best way I can kind of, it had nothing to do with school. Cause I was, school was easy for me. It was just like this inescapable cloud of loneliness that enveloped me and my anxiety to the point where everything about me some days would hurt. Like even just touching my hair or like just, touching my nails against something like it would just shoot pain through me like my anxiety would get really bad you know depression is different for everyone so to just minimize it and say oh they're depressed because of competition in this school you're not addressing the issue you're trying to warp it for your narrative see you know i love this book this book gets five out of five stars i have to stop talking now <laughs> i really do because there's instances of, po- you know, there's poetry in the book that May writes, and it's impactful and powerful, and I can't, there's no short way to just describe how amazing this book was, you know, it really was just an, a powerful, impactful story that I think everyone should read. It made me angry. It made me sad. It made me hopeful by the end. 
but I can only be hopeful if people want to address issues rather than just minimalizing them, you know? So, yeah, I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> I tried. I tried so hard not to go off on tangents for you guys, but this book made me feel things. So it gets five out of five stars. Uh, if you want to go ahead and purchase the book, I will include links in the description on where to purchase it. And that, on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking this podcast, sharing it with all your book-loving friends, and subscribing to me on Spotify. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me a Coffee, Ko-fi, Patreon, or by making a donation to my PayPal. And on that note, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.